babies. What the fuck is that now? It looks like a warp. I just a bandaid that I restuck back onto my arm. If I pull it off, it will continue to leak blood. <laughs> it's literally the stuff. That's the smallest fucking bandaid ever seen in my life. Child bandaid. <laughs> I don't got a lot of blood, but when it leaks, it leaks. It leaks heavy. Oh. Uh, welcome to Sim Mind Sports Show. What do you say we started the show with uh, the latest and greatest in New England sports? I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go with the sports because you know what? The Celtics are dead. They're fucking dead. Uh, and it's football season. Fuck the Red Sox and Heim Bloom. Those guys can kick rocks. It's football season. OTAs are have started. Uh, two days of delay because of cheating. Uh, but we're back and OTAs are in. And guess what? Guess what, Ray? Mac Jones is quote unquote thriving, thriving with this new offense, thriving with his new leader in Joe and uh, O'Brien. Thank you. Uh, Mac Jones, this is his year. This is his offense. This is his team. Learn to accept it. Mac Jones is here to stay with Billy O'Brien and the Patriots offense. Welcome to football season, boys. Great. Can't wait. Go ahead, Raymond. Oh, thank you there, Richard. Uh, my take is, you know, you uh, barely survive the Philadelphia 76ers. Then you go and lose to the 8 seed Miami Heat. Your two stars, I mean, Jay- Jason Tatum got hurt, but Jalen Brown looked like shit. And now he's going to get a max contract extension. Uh, your coach couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag, yet he's going to stay on the staff. Uh, your three assistants that were with him are going to leave now, but yet we're not going to change a thing, and we're going to run it back, run it right back to fucking next season, baby, because the Celtics are going to be mediocre again. Yep, they'll probably be championship contenders, but yet they'll get eliminated probably in the second round. This is like Boston Bruins 2.0. They're not going to survive again, but yet run it back because, you know, why not? Because why change something if you can't win a fucking championship in this town? Sorry. Sorry. I like when Ray gets angry and... He doesn't know how to like fill a lot. I've been of drinking drinks. a lot of high noons now. I, I don't. Boy. I don't. Can... I, this is uh, like starting yesterday. I've been drinking high noons. High noons are classic. <laughs> it's a different Ray, Ray... buzz that you get when you. Drink yeah, 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 but it doesn't change your stupidity. He doesn't know how to fill the the gap of words with other words, so he just says the same things. Like because it's just like a quick pulse of thought. Yeah. yeah. Without like connecting words. Yeah. Or I whatever. Swear. Whatever comes like because or uh, we got uh, like, like it's just kind of some stupid shits. Yep. Yeah, but he makes valid points. You just kind of read through the dumb. It's like a the dumb kid in class that you know makes a great point, but the smart kid copies it, like takes it and just brings it to another level. That's what you guys are. You guys what he just, a... See what he just did? He just did the exact same thing yes. I described. Like he tried to get to a point and then he couldn't quite get there, so he filled it with other words. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. I just wanted to give an example. Adam, baby. Yeah, no problem. It. Bobby, your opening take. I got to take. Uh, Brad Stevens, fuck you. Okay? <laughs> fuck you, Brad Stevens. Okay? I, I don't know if you guys saw that press conference, <laughs> but he's the fucking problem. Okay? Missoula, wow. off the hook. Off the Whoa! Fucking, off the Whoa. fucking hook. Just kidding. Fuck, fuck you, Missoula. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Okay, then we're back. He's going to bring back a coach 
that has this resume. Okay. You, you don't bring in a coach for your best player. Tatum doesn't need a coach. He's going to be great no matter what. You bring in a coach to set a culture and to develop the players that need development, your lower tier players. There was no culture. He doesn't know how to run an offense. They don't play defense and there was no development. Their entire game plan was shoot threes. If we make them, we win. There is no plan B. Just like there's no plan B for that wound on that right there, okay? No plan B, okay? And Brad Stevens, he looked apathetic. I, I just, I don't know what his plan is. And it just seems like the Celtics, they've been following this continued plan where I think the edict from ownership is to stay competitive and win games and not to go for the championship. They don't really ever make the moves to push the chips in the table to really go for it. I think that they've always been, Ainge has been told and Stevens has been told, listen, make the playoffs, make a run. That's your goal. And that just seems like it's what it's going to be for them. I think there there are fair points in all, all of those until you get to the the ownership, which I don't know if you read it today or not, but there was a report that came out that um, confirmed that Wick went to his team after they lost game three against the Heat and basically said, you know, just wait till we get to the segment. I'll tell you what Wick said about his team when we get there. What a cocktail. Uh, yeah, a little bit like of a that. cuck there. Uh, before we get there, I'll give you the show rundown. We will be talking about the Celtics, of course. Let's do the game seven. They blew it. You're going to blow it. You're blowing it. The Celtics fucking blew it. They didn't show up. Welcome to the uh, to the new Celtics. That's what they do. They don't they don't show up. They blew game seven. Uh, we'll be doing the changes from Celtics. We had that segment last week. We thought that we might be able to bury it, but nay. Uh, they brought it right back, that Game 7 performance. So we'll be doing a lot of Celtics. Uh, we'll be going back to my opening take. Mac Jones is his thriving, thriving Raymond. I can't wait. How to much spend... How much uh, jerk-off time did you have in the bathroom once you realized those videos were online? I don't need it. I don't need darts it. darts to Devontae Parker down the sideline. I don't need it. It's just a mental urge and bang, done in the in my in my shorts. And then we're ready to go. Move, <laughs> wow. on. Good for Move you. on to the next stage of our day. Uh, Mac Jones is thriving under Billy O'Brien and in the OTAs. Uh, some would you rather. A nice break from the stress. Been a stressful couple weeks here. I feel like I have some doozies for this one. I feel like I'm excited for it. I step my I step my game up. No more than three, please. No, absolutely. Okay, great. Would you rather? And then obviously, simplest minds of the week, courtesy of uh, of Bobby in the New York Post. (laughs) Hell yes, editor in chief. Which is always glorious. Welcome to the Simple Minds Sports Show season four, Raymond. Wow, season four. Season four. Four. Well done. Kudos. Yeah, I think that's good. That's a good thing. That's a good start. Yeah. Seems like a fair amount of seasons. It's a lot of seasons. Good. Like you lost, canceled lost and you were scroll- if you're scrolling through Netflix and you see four seasons, you're like, this show's legit. Four? Yeah, yeah, give it, yeah, yeah, give it a little try. Step onto it. Yeah. 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 EEI sucks. I mean, the morning show at 98.5 is going downhill since Fred Toucher is no longer there. I mean, why not listen to some three degenerate alcoholics that like have day jobs, but like the drink and talk sports at night you know why not i'm not gonna lie to you we've got that's what we should put in when we send it to these people third to fourth most best production value that you could find in the market in the market oh yeah and i'm i'm honest i'm truthful about that third to fourth most best and that's pretty good 
great. <laughs> great grammar, too. Thank you. Oh, welcome welcome to the show. June 2nd. Oh, Phil, happy Pride Month. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, good God, you're welcome. Jesus, we look good today. Except for hopefully there's no blood. We don't have to want to blur anything out. Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, if you were watching earlier, sorry. Whoa, the band is off again. <laughs> oh, fuck. This thing's fucking open up like a geyser. Uh, if you're not, if you listen on iHeart, then welcome to the movement. Number one New England sports show on iHeart Radio. Self-proclaimed number one uh, New England sports show on iTunes. Uh, so do your work on iTunes, you know, go tap, subscribe, rate, review, wherever you listen, wherever you watch, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, as always, tell your mothers, tell them about Shanky Golf, Raymond. Oh, Shanky Golf, uh, where you can get all your golf essentials from golf shirts, uh, polos, uh, t-shirts, hoodies, golf gloves, golf hats, golf uh, ball markers, you name it. Uh, one of the I had golf last night. One of the guys had a golf, uh, shake a golf shirt on. Shot the best round of his uh, season so far with a forty-one. So it actually makes you look good, makes you play good. So go over to Shank It Golf and type in promo code Simple Minds for fifteen percent off on all your orders. Thank you, Raymond. Uh, the Celtics blow it. That's our first segment of the day. One hundred three to eighty-four. They lose Game Seven at home at the Garden. Uh, Tatum rolls his ankle in the first play of the game. That pretty much set him off for uh, the loss that they were uh, to succumb. Tatum finished with 14, 11, and 4. 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Let's just start off with this Tatum segment. Mm -hmm. I fucking hated the way Tatum played after that. Hated it. It felt like he was kind of fucking milking it. Now, there were some plays that he made, rebounds and such, that you know, I've obviously never played NBA basketball. Played a little college. Like you can, you could recognize when a guy, when a guy's hurt, when like, when an ankle's hurt, and like a natural movement. And he had some of that. He came down on his ankle, and you kind of like immediately give give the fucking the, the the hiccup, the the Billy Goat hiccup there. So clearly he was hurt. But fucking a. Like, like, what are you going to do? You're just going to go and jog up and down the court for the rest of the game? Could you not just give it a college go, like, with everything that you've got a couple times? Or could you not just develop your game a little bit like I've been calling for, Ray, for years to start your offense on the post and not 35 feet from the fucking basket? Could you figure out how to fucking play basketball from the rim? Not from the half court line, like your Steph Curry. Could you try to do that? Because if he could, he would have been like Kobe. If Kobe had that injury, he would have had 25 at halftime. He never would have passed the fucking ball and he would have won them the game or at least kept them in it. But if he was Gordon, I, I Hayward, lost all... whoa, 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 whoa. If he was Gordon, I'll finish Hayward... my statement on this. T- I'll, finish my th- I'll finish my this on, on Raymond because you know, my, my snip snapping on Jason Tatum is wild. It's wild. It's back. Mm-hmm. It's a it, uh, superstar, not a superstar, superstar, not a superstar. I, I can't give you the definitive answer here either way. I'll, I'll just say 
I don't I, I honestly don't know what to say about Jason Tatum other than the fact that you've now come up short again. And I just my gut tells me I look at that performance and I I don't have a lot of faith in it. I don't have a lot of faith in it moving forward. Even in his effort, like even in the effort of a of a rolled ankle, I don't have a lot of faith in it. But it just shows you that he doesn't have a teammate or team around him to help him get to the next level. If he goes down, pretty much the uh, ship is sunk. But you can say that about most NBA teams. If Steph Curry goes down, if LeBron James goes down, if Jokic goes down, if Jimmy Butler's go down. Can I interrupt you? Can I interrupt you? How many of those other teams have another guy that's going to get a max extension at $295 million? The Lakers do. Uh, the Warriors do. Two of them. Uh, the Clay doesn't make max. I don't think Clay's at a max, is he? Clay got a max, and Draymond got a max. They, they didn't make all NBA. Them. That's why they're paying half a billion dollars in fucking salary cap. Raymond. Um, okay, Jokic, so that so Jokic that... will have one. Jamal Murray is averaging thirty-two points and ten <laughs> rebounds. Of fuck, Jamal Murray will be a super max guy. So yes, yes, most teams that get to the NBA championship have at least two super max guys. And that those guys can actually produce and help out that other superstar. Yeah, Jalen Brown was a fucking. We're not at Jalen Brown yet. Thank you for bringing it up. We're not quite <laughs> there yet. We're not quite to Jalen Brown. Ray, before you turn it over to Bobby, I you've already sequestered your point to Jalen Brown as you think it's his fault. But just your thoughts on Jalen Jason Tatum. He didn't lay on the court crying because his ankle got hurt, and he fucking rubbed dirt on it, taped it up, and went out there and played. I'm proud okay, of him. Okay, so you respect Jason Tatum's effort there. Bobby? Yep. Try to stick with Jason Tatum because we'll get to Jalen in a minute. Yeah, I mean, he played, but, like, he acted like he couldn't. Like, if he couldn't play, then he shouldn't have played. It just, like, he... It, it was such an in-between in performance where it was like he was never committing. Like, you kind of got to that, like... He was playing, but he wasn't committing to anything he did. He was out there at a half speed, half tick bullshit. He used it as a mental crutch to say that this is why we lost is because I got hurt. He didn't go out there and leave it so that there was no excuse and give the full fucking effort. You watched the game. He didn't. He never committed. The only time he did when he threw down that dunk and they were like within four or five or whatever it was. Ooh, right after. Ankle. One fucking thousand percent, Bobby. That's it. Thank you. He rolled his ankle and went, oh, thank God. I have an excuse for us losing this game now. Yeah. It took all the pressure off of him. Even in his little post-game press conference, he's like, oh, I was a shell of myself. It's like, well, if you think you're a shell of yourself, then you are. He doesn't have the balls. He doesn't have the guts. He doesn't have it in him. He's not. He's not that guy. He's He's not not that that guy. And that this has been this is the definitive proof for me. He's not that fucking guy. You know what he did? He rolled his fucking ankle. Big goddamn deal, dude. Go to the post, get a fadeaway. You don't need to start your offense 35 feet from the basket. Go figure out how to score. Be a fucking alpha. Tell your team to shut the fuck up and give you the ball. your team a chance he was silent he was silent go to the coach and say hey like i can't this is what i can do this is what i can't do this is what we're gonna do he's a bitch he's a pussy he's he's kd he's a baby back bitch that's it he's a superstar he's a top five superstar in the nba but i'll tell you what 
Those guys don't win championships without another guy next to them that has some fucking dog in him. Fact. Go look at it. LeBron, Dwayne, KD, Steph. Go look at it. They don't have it. So we'll get to what you want to do next, but but Tatum is not the fucking guy. He proved that okay. in game seven. Game okay. seven against Philly is that's your that's your prima. Mm, everything's perfect. Mm, that's your Jason Tatum. I'm a dookie. Everything's laid out for me. AAU's been everyone's been sucking my dick since I was 13. Mm, mm, uh, mm, 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 mm. Game seven <laughs> against the Heat. Jimmy Butler took a shit on his dick and then asked somebody to suck it, and nobody fucking would. That's what that was. That's what the fuck that was. And no one could fucking figure it out. And no one could figure it out. That was a great, great mental picture I just had. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so fucking mad at Jason Tate. People are real mad about Jalen Brown and his performance. We can get on that, sure. <clears throat> I'm so angry and disappointed in Jason Tatum's piss poor fucking pussy ass lay down performance in game seven. Because I rolled my ankle. I rolled my ankle. How many times have you rolled your right? You roll your ankle walking on the street three times a fucking time. You're a professional athlete. Get a needle. Pump it through a shit that you can't feel it and go dunk the basketball, you pussy. I mean, we've been saying it all along, too. Like, he's a 1B. He needs an alpha on this team. He can't yeah. be the guy. Like, that's why I wanted Kevin Durant on this team because I think, yes, two pussies make a right, I think, in that point because Kevin Durant, <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to be the alpha either. But yeah, <laughs> pussies make a right. <laughs> that's what I think. I mean, you bring them there. Didn't, I mean, happen, in, didn't happen in Phoenix. Well, that's because Chris Paul's a born loser in that franchise. So no, I think the other happen. guy's the the other pussy, Devin Brooker. I think Devin Brooker's another pussy. Mm. Well, it's the Kardashian curse over there. Here's another Phoenix. pussy for you, Jalen Brown. Uh, worst game possibly in his career. Went for 18, 19, 8, and five, eight turnovers. <clears throat> Seemingly familiar with when they needed to make to a dribble? real run. Sorry, go ahead, Bobby. No, I, I was just making the comment. Like he does, he always like dribble at his shoulder. Like it, it, like he was he would like run through the the whole team dribbling the ball up here. Like I like what was he? He was doing things he never does. Like he, it was ridiculous. player, Rich said it all along. Rich, go ahead, toot toot. This guy's one dimensional, and he can't fucking do anything else. He's one. He's offensively. Offensively, he is. I won't say one dimensional because he can shoot. Um, but he he is dimensionally um, structured into what he does well, which is slash, which there have been a lot of Hall of Fame players that do this, it, but he can also bury the three when he needs to. So he's a he's a second team All NBA player, undeniably. That is true skill wise. But him and Tatum have yet to prove that they can perform under the highest amount of pressure. That's your difference. That's the difference. And it's really it's really becoming hard to uh, come up with comparisons because they're so good. They're so good, generally. They just, they just choke. They just choke. But they're 25 and 26 years old. And maybe that's what 25 and 26 years old year olds do we'll see yeah. I, I i don't i still want to tease the next segment is we'll get to like what's the next move but you can still kind of pin that on him. 
They're 25 and 26. They have a ton of experience. They have a ton of experience in these championships games. They've made the finals. They're still 25 and 26. Jordan won at 28. Steph at 27. Was LeBron 27 as well? LeBron was 27. Larry Bird was 27 or 28. Magic was 27 or 28. Oh, no, Magic. no AIDS either. No AIDS. Magic was early. Oh, he was a rookie because he, he had Kareem. Yeah, he was a rookie, I think, when he won his first championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was okay. like twenty-two. So there was no a couple AIDS, guys. Yeah. Uh, Shaq, twenty-seven. So like, there's still a couple years away from like the NBA ageism of getting to that ring. There is still that, if you want to, but it's really fucking frustrating. <laughs> really fucking frustrating to watch, and I'll just give you a couple more. Mark Smart. Game seven, both basically invisible after what I thought was a really good series. I've been really hard on Marcus Smart. I get rid of him, trade him, move him. Game seven, uh, game six, he was great. Game five, he was phenomenal. Game seven, nine, four, and two was his line and basically invisible. The only the only lone bright spot was Derek White, who was awesome. Make this guy a fucking Celtic for life. I thought he would, yeah. if they won it, I think he should have deserved Easter, uh, the MVP of the Eastern Conference. The way Derek White plays, he can live in Boston for the rest of his life, and uh, people people will cherish him forever, whether they well, win a championship or not. Because he that's, has the most recognizable hairline. He He's a part of the team. Hairline. Yeah, his hairline is receding like the like the. Boston it's disrespectful to hairlines to call it that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but his game is not. That's the type of game that you can respect. Other than that, everybody sucked. They shot 9 of 42 from three, 21%. The game before, they shot 7 of 35, 20%. Live and die by that three, baby. They kept shooting. They don't even try. There wasn't even any sort of other plan. It's so frustrating. There's no uh, movement. And they kept, in both games, they kept the heat to 103. They lost game 7, 103. 84 and they won 104 to 103. They're eight and one now when they hold the heat under 110 points. That means your defense is leading your fucking team, Joey Maz, who didn't get it until they lost three games in a row in the Eastern Conference Finals and then couldn't really figure it out. But still, they played decent defense, but they still relied on the three so badly with guys that couldn't shoot it. That they yeah. shot twenty percent. If they had shot 30%, they would have won both of the both of these games by 10. I mean, we all play basketball together. We knew like if your shot's not falling, go to the next guy. Oh, their shot's not falling. All right, why don't we go inside? Like if we can understand that and we played high school basketball and like you guys played a little college or whatever, I mean, why can't these fucking professionals understand that? Go to the fucking rim. Thank you for saying I played a little college basketball, Ray. That was very nice. I was, I, I was wondering if I should correct you or not and let it live. But thank you, for, Ray, for thinking that that's something that happened. Well, if you went to college, I think you played basketball. I played basketball and attended college at the same time. So, yes. See? That happened. College Bingo. basketball. Yeah. Bingo. Um, yeah, no, that, that is the trick. The shots don't fall. The offense slows down. They start playing hero ball. They give up turnovers. Then they go down by 10. The defense gets... Uh, distracted and slows down and then it's night night uh that's the game i don't know how you change that we can talk about that next but it's it's a cultural thing right it's not 
It's got to be cultural thing. Let me ask you this. Did Jimmy Butler do anything to really impress you? I know we were talking him up pretty heavily, and he was, you know, the big winner and was going to make all the moves. Did he do anything to necessarily impress you in that series? No. Caleb Martin did, though. I mean, fucking Caleb Martin, dude. That that kid impressed me. First two games, Jimmy Butler laid it down. After that, on the court, I mean, he just sets the – he's the tone setter. He does set the tone, and he takes the pressure off everybody else. And between him and him and Spolstra, that whole team plays uh, brimming with confidence. They don't – it's a bunch of nobodies. They go out there, and they don't give a fuck. They go 100%. They they have a strong – they just – if there was an apocalypse tomorrow, the only thing that would be left is the Miami Heat, okay? You can't kill them. You can't. What a what a contrasting difference between Jimmy Butler and his Miami Heat and Jason Tatum and his Boston Celtics. Well, for an NBA that you guys say like coaches don't matter, Eric Spolstra matters. I think he was a does turning... he does he because Jason Tatum's Celtics couldn't beat our Raymond High School's fucking zone. So good job, Missoula. Well, because Paul Holler be farting in the I could rotate like a motherfucker in that thing, okay? I would rotate. I never missed a rotation. I was there. Yeah, but you understand. That's how that's why I played all that college that basketball in college, because I never missed a rotation. Can you catch a high post? Screw us over, though. I always fucked it up. He sat there. He was always trying to get the blocks. That's all he ever cared about was the goddamn blocks. And then he'd get pulled, and Greasehead would come in, and then he'd fuck it up more. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. You only have five fouls in high school, and Greason used tended to use them up in two possessions. Well, he had so. to do what he had to do. I mean, he didn't want to play that much. He just wanted to go. No, you had to get your exercise out, and yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. But when you're working against his own, can I get a high post? Can I get a high low one time for me? Yeah. <laughs> do the Celtics not understand? I I would I would venture a guess that the AAU fucks that these 23, 24, 25 year old AAU fucks Tatum and Brown included. Probably don't understand a high-low offensive concept against a go- against the zone. I would venture a guess that that might be true. Because all they do is play man-to-man, and it's all one-on-one. That's all right. It That's all it is. There's no zone in AAU. Hell no. It's frowned upon. There's no defense in AAU. There's nothing in AAU. These fucks. Go play baseball. Learn something, you dickheads. <laughs> Stand right. there and think about what you've done. Yeah, stand there in right field and think about what you've done for an entire exactly season, for an entire season and have three balls hit to you. <laughs> Ray didn't play baseball because he's too stupid. Uh, speaking of too stupid, let's throw it over to headlines with the obvious <laughs> one before we talk about the next move for the Celtics. That was very hurtful. Uh, thank you, Richard. <laughs> Uh, the Celtics are dead. After forcing a Game 7, the players shit down their legs and Jill Missoula realized he wasn't ready for the big stage. Celtics lose 103-89 to the Miami Heat. Uh, the Heat will take on the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Game 1 is going on as we record. Denver leads 39-29. Uh, Red Sox lost 2 against the Cincinnati Reds. The Stanley Cup Finals is set after Bruce Cassidy's led Vegas Knights defeated the Dallas Stars 4 games to 2. The Knights now take on the Florida Panthers as both teams look to win their first Stanley Cup in their franchise's history. Game one is Saturday night in Las Vegas. And finally, HBO announced a Barry Bonds documentary that will chronicle the star's 20-plus year career in the big leagues. And I'll throw it back to you and ask you, who or what sports franchise? (laughs) 
<laughs> would you like to see a documentary about? <laughs> Did you shave your butt? <laughs> I was gonna go Urban Meyer led Florida Gators. That'd be a nice little uh, documentary I'd like to see. Cool, me too. Okay, uh, we'll be right back <laughs> after this. Boom. You know how you farted on that last one? Yeah. Quick story before we get going to ch ch, -ch changes. Uh, I had some steak tests the other day, and I had some gas, and it woke me up, and I was farting, and they were very loud, so I was giggling to myself. But the smell was so bad that it woke Kelly up from a dead sleep, where she started gagging and says, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then proceeded to kick me out of the bed, and I slept on the couch. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. I thought I would share that with you. That was great. It was, it was, oh. Now, how would you describe the uh, the potency of the odor? Uh, you know how Paul Butler Garner's ass was so rank, like it was just wretched. It was worse than that. It was like a it was like a sewer filled with raw eggs. Yeah, like there was sulfur in there. Like you could smell eggs, but it was worse than that. Like maybe it was out on a hundred degree day on the tar or something like that. Like, yeah, with um, feces mixed in. Yeah, she said there has to be poop particles because the farts were so loud and, you know. Totally, yeah. I know. Yeah, but <laughs> I didn't see any of my undies. Did you check immediately or was this later? Next morning. There's no crusties or anything, so I was good. That's good. That's good. There's also, you don't wear white undies. Fuck no. You have to be a, you have to be a very brave man to wear white underwear. Especially, especially mud butt season like it is right now. Yeah. Mud butts. That's a slippery slope. Ch -ch 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 -changes. Changes, 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 changes. Changes go to the Celtics. I'll give you the top five here. I'll give you the top five changes uh, you should do, or you would do, or you might do. I don't like Start it. Number one. I don't like it. Start number one. Trade Marcus Smart. You trade Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart. Here's here your the problem with your Celtics is not talent. It's not the roster. It's your makeup. It's your makeup of the individuals within the program. It's team culture. It, yeah, maybe, maybe. But generally, when you when you say team culture, you 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 revert that back to your coach. But there's been three well, I'm in agreement with you. Coaches. It's just all that the players are making up that culture, too. Yeah. So the first step that you can do to that is get rid of one of those players and the longest tendered of those players developing that culture and one of the biggest mouths in that room with one of the uh, not the least to do on the court, but certainly not the most is Marcus Smart. If you lose Marcus Smart off the court, never mind whatever theatrics or leadership or lack of leadership that he has just production wise between Brogdon and Derek white. Don't you think he can get what Derek white what Marcus Mark gives you? Uh, Answer. Derek white gives you more. Thank you. Answer. Yes. So what you're lacking is the quote unquote leadership or quote unquote, uh, uh coaching, which he was deemed Doing. to do with Al Horford in the playoffs there. 
Don't you think you just want to get a little mix-up of that DNA and get the quote-unquote longest-tenured Celtic out of the program? The longest-tenured Celtic, if he were to leave, would then be Jalen Brown, which I don't know is that great of a good thing, but it's probably better than Marcus Smart. What would you want for Marcus Smart in a trade, though? Are we going down that? Are we going down that road? Or are we just saying guess that would be step one is to get rid of Marcus Smart? I think it, that's an addition for that's an addition from subtraction. Okay. Um, so you're not giving away for nothing, but yeah, uh, you would hope. I, I mean, <clears throat> you hope to compete next year. You, you're probably going to be a top three favorite to win the championship next year, regardless. So if you trade Marcus Smart, you would hope for some type of <clears throat> wing depth and return of his yeah. quality. And if if you're the Celtics and you want to keep going down the Joe Missoula train, Smart doesn't fit his style of play. He's not like a good like analytic player. Like that's not his game. So I I would think that even that they would be looking into it. The thing with Smart is he's not going to be anybody's game in that he's not anybody's starting point guard anywhere. Yeah, he has no like defined never... skill set. He's never been the his max potential on any other team is a is a sixth man hustle award defensive guy and but because he was at the uh, at the spear point of this Celtics rebuild he's been given this bravado and this overextension of of support and and it's led to his voice being one of the loudest in a locker room that. I won't I won't call I won't call him a fraud, but he's an overextension of what he is. He's overextending himself in in a lot of ways within his role on this team. And that's never going to change in Boston. It's never going to change for him in Boston. He would be better going to the Warriors. He would be better off. He could probably have won a championship last year if they had done that deal with the Warriors. Because he fits a team like that. That's for the James type Wiseman. of team that he fits. He's like it would have been nice to see. I, I'll give you this. I was I was trade Malcolm for the last four years. It was he was much better this year. He was Marcus. much better. Yeah. Marcus, sorry, yeah, he was much better. And even this, even in these playoff series, he made a lot of great plays, and he made very a lot less of those fourth quarter silly stupid shots. But he still took the one in game six. He still, if he took that in game six and Derek White didn't collect that rebound, we'd be still sitting here and say, Marcus fucking smart. Hook your game winner in game six, not Brown or Tatum. Why? Get him out of here. I like it. That'd be my first move. Get smart out of here. You sold me on that. I like it. My second move. Run it back. I don't like it. I don't like that. Talent-wise, you're still top three in the league. Your roster is set uh, uh, financially. Everybody's signed except for Grant Williams, essentially. And some role players. I mean, some way bench players like uh, Luke yeah. Grant, I think, is up for... Peyton Pritchard wants out. Fine. Whatever. If you want to run it back, if you want to just run it back, you can run it back. Running it what? back includes the addition of Gallinari. Run it back includes the addition of Gallinari. Would you be able to go get anyone else? Because if you do, I heard the Supermax won't go into effect until the following season with Jalen Brown. So if you did run it back and you gave it to him, what kind of cap space would we have to go that, get? That, that's that's correct. So I 
think the CBA goes in, whatever year the CBA goes in is not next year. So you still have a mid exception. So you could still sign somebody for like six and a half million or whatever. You get Grant Williams money too. If you, you could come in, you could find, you'd have a little bit of, of wiggle room with Grant Williams gone. So you could come in and you could go and grab um, like a wing. I, I think that they lacked at the wing depth a ball-dominating wing behind Tatum and Brown that could come in and continue the offense in which they played it when those guys weren't in. Mm. Um, obviously, front court depth is... I think, is... I, I think Hortford needs to be replaced. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think Horford needs to be replaced, but he needs to be supplemented. And I think... He can't play as many minutes, that. then. Correct. Horford against Embiid in a lot of those games was money. Yeah. Can he do it again at 38? Probably not. But he like, can't play back to backs. He couldn't play back to backs this year. No. So well, yeah. a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys can't do that. Al Horford signed for the next two years for 10 million. If, if when I look at Al Horford, I go, a guy that you can get for 10 million, is there someone better that you can get Hal Horford than 10 million? Probably not. For what you want him to do? No. But again, like it's not a roster situation with his team. It's a DNA situation with his team. So I don't think Al Horford's a problem on the DNA, but no. he was coach. He was literally coaching the team the last four games of the series. But like you said, with the DNA, they don't listen to him. Obviously, did you hear? Did you see the Ben Simmons um, podcast or article? No, Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons podcast. And yeah. Says the podcast. Ben Simmons interviewed uh, Al Horford's dad, Tito. Yep. And the, Tito pointed out in multiple points at game six and game seven, Al Horford was literally coaching the team in timeouts. He was in the coaching chair, coaching the team. And then the last 20, 25 seconds, Joe Mazzula would step in and like say a point. And Tito was like, fuck this kid, Joe Mazzula. <laughs> He's like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Horford's older than him, right? I think, yeah, Horford's like our age. Horford's like 37. Missoula's 34. Bitch. What a bitch. Fuck Missoula. So you, so you could run it back. Number three. Trade Jalen Brown. Yep. Send him packing. I'm in on that one. Go ahead, Raymond. I just think that Tatum and Brown are similar players. I mean, they both want the ball. They both want the ball 35 feet from the basket, like you've been saying all along. I think you need someone that is a legit point guard or a legit center that could come on this team and make a difference. I don't think that you want the same style player. Obviously, Tatum looked like when he hurt his ankle, couldn't carry the load. Uh, Brown couldn't carry the load either. Like You need someone that could actually take some stress off of Tatum, like a Luka, like a Trey Young, like a Cat. Like, you need a superstar. Obviously, he's going to be worth $295 million. So you need a superstar to take his place, but at a different position, in my opinion. Bobby? Yeah, I mean, if you could get a Carl Anthony Towns, I think talent-wise and skill set-wise, they uh, that would match up. But I think you'd have the same problem with Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, Jimmy Butler ran him ragged, and he hated him, and that's why he wanted to leave because he, he doesn't give a shit about basketball. So I think you'd run into the same problem, but I think you'd be getting a good player. I mean, you're, there's no choice, <clears throat> excuse me, to but to sign Brown. It's just whether or not you keep him. Yeah, I think that's right. You sign him to the deal. Um, the move is to sign him to the deal. You run it back. If you want to trade, if you want to go try and get what you can get, Marcus Smart, 
Time Lord, Peyton Pritchard, and see what you can get in return. If you want to try and get a, I see, I think uh, a need is a point guard that can run an offense, that can actually maintain an offense, and not be when when they get into the thick of it, they give Tatum the ball to walk it up the court. Michael Jordan didn't walk the ball up the court. Larry Bird didn't walk the ball up the court. Seth Curry doesn't walk the ball up the court. In crunch time, your best players don't walk the ball up the court. Your quarterback walks the ball up the court. And then you get your player in the best position that he can possibly be in to score the basketball. The Celtics haven't done that ever for the duration of their time. And what, I don't know if that's a coaching thing or a Marcus Smart thing, whatever. But you bring a, a, a point guard in that can do that, I think that can change. If that means trading Marcus Smart, I'm for it. If that means trading Marcus Smart with Robert Williams, I'm for it. Robert Williams should be a trade, big ass trade chip, in my opinion. Marcus Smart isn't a fucking, and uh, like you said, he's not a point guard in the NBA. He's a shooting guard. He's proven to be an okay point guard, but in but in when when but like when when they need that position to really be what it is, mm-hmm. he's not there. It's not there. Derek White did it better in the playoffs this year than Marcus Smart did. Yeah, I mean Derek White's a a heady like score first point guard. They don't they have all of those. Mark Malcolm Brogdon is a heady score first point guard. Marcus Smart's the closest thing they have to a pass first point guard, and he's a decent distributor, but he's not that guy naturally. Mm-mm. He's a sixth man. Like they don't have a natural general floor general. They just don't have one. Do you think Brogdon could be that guy? No. No. Brogdon has proven to me to be what he was with everybody else. <laughs> you know, there's a reason Milwaukee let go of him. There's a reason they didn't do shit in Indiana when he was the lead guy. And there's a reason that he fell short here because he's he's just, you know, he hasn't won shit either. There's not a single fucking championship ring in that building. The entire building of the of Boston of the uh, Boston Celtics, Wick Wicks, Wicks got one. Wicks They've won Wicks. one championship. They've been to two in thirty-seven years. They don't have a championship pedigree. They don't have it, but they act like they do. Marcus Smart acts like he has a championship pedigree because he's the longest tenured Celtic and he's been there for nine years and he's they have a pedigree of very good that's they're always competitive they have a competitive pedigree yeah but since, they're, they're they're it's not championship since 08 before that they had a dog shit pedigree they were shit they've been shit since Antoine Walker was there before 08 so why don't you back that up a little bit okay Chuan was around Apologies. Oh, two biggest comeback in fourth quarter history. Exactly. And then they okay. shit away. Yeah, then he blew up. I remember that game. I believe we were. Uh, I remember that game we were, too. We were playing basketball in your driveway because we had left the game because they were getting their asses kicked. And then we, uh, we went back in. And we're like, holy shit, it's a game again. Yep. Yep. That's very right. Uh, there's some more points there. If you want to see some other ones, go to SilverMindSports.com for uh, the final five. Uh, we got to take a quick break. And then we got to do some uh, Mac Jones talk. And then we got to move on from there. Barely do we? quickly. Running late. Do we? Do we? Yeah. We'll, we'll be right back quick, with quick, some quick, Mac quick, Jones talk. It's going to be move, real nice. We'll be moving.
Mac Jones, Raymond, is thriving, thriving under Billy O'Brien after these OTAs have come out. Now they missed two because they cheated, but, you know, uh, uh, other than that, they're back. They're here. The Patriots are back. It's football season, and Mac Jones is thriving, under control, in control, about to take this offense to new heights. Welcome to the 2023 New England Patriots and Mac Jones offense. Baby Zappy, you can fuck right off. Uh, okay. Any initial thoughts on these before I get into these quotes uh, that have come out of the that have come out of the training camp here and the OTAs? Any initial thoughts here with Mac Jones coming out with his comments? Bobby, I'll let you go first. I, I mean, just it shows how pathetic last season was that things just look average like a normal football team, and everyone's like, "Wow, this is." I'm gonna have to mute you, Bobby. Bob, uh, Randy, anything more positive? Uh, it's crazy because it must be doing something because Sports Illustrated came out and gave the AFC East to the Patriots this year as the division winners. So, obviously- okay, I'm gonna have to mute you too. Uh, not enough. I've unmuted. I am back on. to not finish my point. Going on from my uh cohorts here uh mac jones uh it's coming to say it's been good it's been normal jones said wednesday president it's, i think everything has been doing so far really good i think the communication is the most important part i agree with you mac the trust i think all of that starts with when you have a new coach when he's done a great job controlling the room shots fired joe judge matt patricia control the room you doofuses jones flourished under mcdaniels if you can't remember throwing for 3800 yards 22 touchdowns while leading the New England Patriots to a playoff spot. A 10 and 7 regular season record with 17 starts. Raymond, I don't know if you remember that that happened under uh under uh Matt. Guys, I'll be real quick. No, the not, first... not yet. Patriots okay. head coach Bill Belichick <laughs> gave play calling duties to Matt Patricia following the McDaniels departure. I don't know if any of you guys remember that. Patricia had no prior experience calling offensive plays before in the NFL. I just thought I'd throw that in there, just in case if anybody nobody remembered. New England's offense struggled under Patricia, who had no experience, as I just mentioned, finishing 26th in yards per game. Jones also regressed in his sophomore season, posting a 6-8 and eight record, which had uh, nothing to do with him, and 14 starts, throwing uh, for 3,000 yards, 14 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Jones went on to say this, there's a lot of familiarity, uh, but it's a new relationship still, and we're looking to work on that trust. That's what I care about. I'm very much a trustworthy person. And that's what we're looking to build. Ray, would you say Bill Belichick is a trustworthy person? No. Go on. I mean, look what happens when anyone questions him. He ships him out the door. Yeah, if you want to continue that point, if you wanted to pick up from what you tried to interrupt me with. Oh, the first part of Mac Jones' statement when he says, uh, it's been good, it's been normal, meaning last year was not good and was not normal with those two walking nutsacks, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. So those that shot's fired already. So clearly that that whole bargain bin shopping at Walmart for DVDs didn't work out for Mr. Bill Belichick just because they are free doesn't mean that they're going to be good. These guys suck, so bringing in experience to help out a young quarterback is actually helping Mac Jones look like his old self. So, yes, I don't think Bill Belichick is happy about this whole situation because his way is not working out. And now that they're going back to the old way of actually someone that knows what the fuck they're doing play call-wise is actually working. You got all of that from that little snippet from Mac Jones. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, Mac, I mean... 
it's just uh, thank God there's going to be some continuity again. This this team's they're 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 going to do fine. It's just they're everybody's there. They, they we're we're making a lot out of the OTAs. We're making a lot out of the rookies. Riches. Every everything with um like with the OTA practice that they had yesterday. They're already talking about how the offense is going to look and everything. It's. The team will be significantly better. Well, let's wait until the real game starts because the way it looks in the preseason and then the way when the real games really start with Mac, big difference. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Joe spent, uh, I'll give you another quote here. Uh, Joe spent Wednesday with his first Patriots OTAs practice in 2023, opening up media facing the reality of the force moment. He didn't hide from the struggles of 2022, instead focusing on his search for success and the rebound. Here's what Max said, quote, sometimes the most confident people come from a year where it might not have been their best. Jones said in his press conference after his 2022 season ended, I feel like that's where I'm at. We feel like that. We, so we are all Hungry. Many New England's on-field leaders weren't present. Jones was in command of the field. He didn't throw in a single incompletion of his 16 pass attempts during his session and got all of the reps with the starters and uh, a move that should end any discussion about a quarterback competition with Bay, uh, backup Bailey Zappi. That's coming from The Athletic, mind you. Uh, I'll tell you this. No hyperbole. I know Ray has deemed me the captain of the Mac Jones uh, uh, Cunt Club. But I think you are both so, 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 so stupid to not take into account how so, 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 so stupid Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were in that role and how badly that fucked this team last year. And how much of a difference it will make just to have a platform of competence on the offensive fucking side of the ball to make you're going to look at Mac Jones in the first couple of weeks of the season and go, why couldn't he do that last year? Holy shit. Where the fuck was this guy? And it was because the walking nutsack of fucking Joe Judge and Matt Patricia were in the way. I will. I will stake whatever you want on that. Mac Jones is a competent top 10 quarterback in the league. He's already proven it. His rookie fucking year. It's on paper. It's on film. It's there to be seen. So do not accept the fact that that's going to happen is just dumb. My thing wasn't his talent-wise last year with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Oh, shut the fuck no, up, No, fuck Ray. you. I'm going to speak hater. right now, motherfucker. You're a goddamn no, fucking my hater. Turn. My and the thing was his leadership. You want, he now couldn't you fucking do fucking anything. Diminish, he had a bitch. You want to diminish your Billy O'Brien say, oh, am I getting any paper? You want to turn down your little fucking haterade. I wasn't hating. I wasn't shitting on him. I wasn't saying stupid things all year fucking long. Now you want to fucking turn that back on because there's an ounce of, oh, maybe he does have a clue. Oh, maybe he does have a clue. Oh, I forgot about the fact that he was a fucking national championship quarterback. Oh, I forgot about all that. I'm back on Mac Jones's camp. Please, please, Rich, give me some porridge. Please give me some porridge. Let me 
back. Give me some more cups. You fucking tool. You fucking hated on him. So, God, you were shitting on him. I don't like his leadership. Why? Because because he hurt his ankle and was screaming at at the end of the game? You're such a fucking loser. No, the Mac Jones 6 where they're crying and trying to start a coup, trying to get all the coaches fired because it wasn't going his way. Fuck him. That's oh, why I was pissed. So on one and one side of your mouth, don't start a coup and get your soda. But the other side of your mouth, the whole thing that was wrong was because what Mac Jones wanted to get fired. Okay, so if your company brings in two douchebags and says, This is how we're gonna run things now, and you start crying and try to get them fired, won't you look like a fucking asshole? If I'm not the quarterback of the New England fucking I fucking make an example. I don't have if you <laughs> if you give me access to 30 million people on Monday night. Yeah, I might make an example of some dickheads making my job harder. And Joe Buck I will might. be like, what and a little so pussy you, this guy Raven, is, you little You bitch. do it on this fucking show with 50 fucking people watch on Friday. You do it to yourself, you dumb <laughs> fuck. So, yeah, you going, do you want to give me the access to 30 million people on Monday Night Football and some idiots making my TPS reports shitty? Yeah, I might call them out. TPS. No, 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 you know, no, 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 I, I want Mac Jones to fail just fuck because you. I don't want to hear this four, shit. Season four, Thursday, June 1st, just mark it. Ray is, is just trying to crawl, crawl his way back into the Mac Jones fan club. He's already started. He's already started to crawl. His, he's uh, digging his way out of the fucking hate, the hate crowd that he's already built up there, trying to get his way back in. It's fine. You snip, sap, and cunt. Bobby, do you have an opinion on this? Yeah, I, I think I agree. He'll look a thousand times better. My worry is just come December, once everybody figures out what we're running, he doesn't have the athleticism to beat it. Well, don't bring something fucking logical into this conversation. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you st- why don't you stick with the fucking uh, impractical thoughts that we have going on, okay? We're in, we're in June. Don't go to December. It's I went too far ahead. Yeah, it's warm out. We'll talk about cold weather. Oh, fuck it. I knew we should have kept bought fucking Bill. He would have had some gun comment. The <laughs> clack, motherfucker. Uh, all right. We got to end this thing. I'll give you a couple more quotes. Yeah, Bill O'Brien is in control. Here's the uh, comment. A year ago, 11-11 in drills and OTAs training camp, Bill Belichick would often make his way towards Patricia and Judge. A sign of their cumulative effort to improve the offense. The collaboration is gone. New offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien is running the show. Wednesday's, Wednesday's OTA, Bill, Bill Belichick left O'Brien alone to work with the quarterbacks and coordinate the offense. That's a positive sign for the group that often appeared discombobulated a year ago. Uh, I send that to you, Raymond. Your thoughts on that? Suck it, Ray! Suck it, you fucking loser! You fucking bitch! You didn't think that this would change? O'Brien's here to fucking stay, motherfucker. Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien, tight, tight, tight. Suck it, suck it, suck it. Discompobulated? I don't think so. Offense is on the same page. You didn't have a fucking clue last year. Neither did Judge. Neither did Patricia. You should go to Philly with that fat fuck, you asshole. (laughs) Uh, Just quickly on Judge, Belichick backs him after the Patriots forfeited two OTA practices, Belichick was fined $50,000 for the error in scheduling that involved the length of t- special teams meetings. Belichick defended Judge, who was at the heart of the scheduling mishap. And he said, quote, he'll do whatever I ask him to. I don't know. I don't know if that says enough for you guys, but that's enough to me. Didn't need to read any more. Nope. He's my that- bitch. 
There you go. There you go. Hey, Joe, come suck my dick. Yes, yeah. master. I'm here. Right yes, gross. Would you like to use my strong? Thank you. And don't forget my reach around. There you go. Uh, speaking of that, we'll be right back with Would You Run. Skyrockets in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. Uh, all right, let's move quick here, boys. We're late tonight. Would you rather? Would you rather buy a championship or would you rather earn it? Give you some examples. Would you rather be LeBron's Heat or Steph's Warriors? Would you rather be Shaq's Lakers, Tim Duncan's Spurs? Would you rather, and this is obviously coming after the Celtics loss, would you rather the Celtics go out there and buy somebody that could come in and win them a championship? Or would you rather they stick to it and try to earn it themselves? Buy it. Give it to me now. I want it now, the next year. That's what LeBron did. That's what uh, Shaq's Lakers did. They went right after the next season, and they fucking won a championship. I don't want to wait. I don't want Steph Curry to develop. I don't want uh, Tim Duncan to develop. I want win now. I want to buy that shit, too. Give it mm-hmm. now. Right now. I want it right now. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, 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 yum. such cocks. Now you earn it. It's the only thing that's worth it. You don't even remember the shit that you buy. You don't remember it. You're not going to win a championship. Every I year. remember the first blowjob I bought from your mom. It was fucking magical. <laughs> <laughs> How much was the Viagra? 20 bucks. <laughs> Went to go see the farm. Brought the whole transaction to 25. <laughs> yeah. It was actually twenty two fifty, but I gave her a tip. <laughs> Gas was cheap back then. Yeah. Gas was cheap. <laughs> Would you rather have lived completely pre-internet or completely post-internet? God, pre-internet. That way, that way, as smart, as awesome as I think I am up here, I don't go on the internet and then realize that it's not true. Yeah, I'm a pre-internet guy, too, for yeah, sure. Totally pre-internet. <laughs> totally. Post-internet, boys. Porn, 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 porn. Yeah, I have seen sense. some magical things in the magical world of the internet. Because of that, I say post-internet. That makes sense. Ray, you're up. Uh, thank you, Richard. Would you rather take a scooter to the shin once a day for a month or listen to Baby Shark nonstop for three straight days? Baby Shark. I do it all Give the time. Give me Baby Shark. Yep, all the I That's what I do every day. Actually, frankly, I do both every day, so that's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you rather be blind or always be itchy? Itchy. Ooh. Itchy. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, uh, last, Ray Charles is an enigma. Last one. You get a hundred thousand dollars to put a baby in the microwave for three seconds. Do you do it? How much? Well, whose baby is this? Yeah, whose baby and how much? Hundred thousand dollars. Who's how the ba- whose baby? A baby. A baby. Is it mine? No. A, a, ba- a baby. baby. Yeah. A baby. Yes. Yeah, okay. But yes, but the setting is going to be defrost. Done. Man, it's not high. <laughs> That's it. That's a dope boat. Okay. Uh, right back. Single smiles of the week. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Uh, Roberto, 
This segment yes. is all yours today, my friend. We start with naked Georgia driver's licenses, um, uh, courtesy of a story that you brought us from Petapixel, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. Uh, if you have a uh, understanding of this, go ahead. I have it pulled up here. So we'll touch on this one shortly because the second one is significantly better. So apparently in Georgia, you can upload your own driver's license photo. And a lot of these fine folks are uh, uploading nude selfies <laughs> is what people are doing. Uh, and they had to put out a an actual quote with regard to this. Attention, lovely people of the digital era. Please take pictures with your clothes on when submitting them for your digital driver's license and IDs. The Georgia Department of Service writes. <laughs> Let's raise our virtual glasses and toast to the future of cheers to technology and keeping things classy. Stay classy, Georgia. Yep. End quote. It's pretty solid. That's what's <laughs> going on down there in Georgia. Georgia. Now, um, our second one. It's, of course, my beloved New York Post. Um, and to the people that write these, I mean, they just do a fine job. And this one has a video and stories, which I, I would uh, encourage you to go through. I'll just yep. go with the title here. Yeah. My wife cheated on me with my dad. Now she's pregnant. Um, <laughs> so we'll just we'll just get in here. Um, it's a family affair. A jilted Welsh husband claims he caught his wife having sex with his father on his child's baby mother. Monitor. Declan Fuller, 22, was married to Stephanie, 22, and they shared a two-year-old daughter, Willow. Last September, the, the couple let Declan's dad, Darren, 44, move into their UK home, where he alleged took fair, took place. It's sick. How could my father do that to me? A distraught Declan wondered during a Monday interview with the son. It's not normal. And now they just keep showing photos of these guys <laughs> as you scroll down. <laughs> Declan claims he was at work on the day of his wife's alleged infidelity and decided to check Willow's baby monitor on a smartphone. The footage showed Stephanie slinking into a bedroom with her father-in-law seeming to indulge in an afternoon romp. <laughs> Declan says the shocking act of betrayal almost caused him to fly into a homicidal rage as he admitted, if I didn't have a sensible head on my shoulders, he would have been six feet under by now. Oh, my God. And then they scroll down and you got to see the two, the wife and the dad. Apparently, it's like some sort of a uh, a paparazzi photo while he's purchasing milk. Yeah, he's got a good he's got a half gallon of milk there. No cigs? Uh <laughs> Not to be seen. She's holding some package of something. Yeah. Uh, the sun is in their eyes. Clearly, she's squinting heavily. Uh, he's got a faux hawk. Like a, no, maybe just a straight up mohawk. Uh, it's a good. It scene. is a mohawk. The yeah. first picture of the kid looks. God, I can't mark it now. He looks like a character from a a, a TV series or a movie that's not full gump, but pretty gumpy. Mm. You know what I'm saying, Ray? Like mostly gumpy. Like pretty like gumpy beans from Even Stevens. <laughs> is that where you're going with that one <laughs> I, I know the character you're talking about which makes me laugh even more is that which i haven't thought about is the of who named that character is a yeah, fucking genius beans. <laughs> fucking beans for a hard r on a in a, in a tv show is brilliant <laughs> disney baby why wouldn't they 
Mark Anyway, oh, this guy this guy looks like no, and I swear to God, the actor is a little person. Maybe it's a Game of Thrones situation. I'll or find Willow. It. You ever see Willow? Are you asking me if I've ever seen Willow? I won't. I'm mad that you've asked that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I do I have the DVD behind me? Do you? <laughs> do you really? I'm pretty sure I do. Blu-ray or just regular DVD? DVD. Blu-ray wasn't even invented yet before I got that shit, bitch. <laughs> I wore that VHS out. I was going to say, you had it on VHS, obviously, then. Yeah. Don't ever you talk about my mother again if you don't know that I <laughs> am that down with Willow. <laughs> Sorry. She'd tell you all about it. Well, she can't because she has a mouthful. Chest first checkers, bitch. This has been the Simba Sports Show Friday Rewind, June 2nd. Welcome to season four. <laughs> happy, yeah, happy Pride Month, Bill. Also, uh, should I have called 911 during the show? <laughs> Rich was bleeding profusely. My God, I had to, like, had to I stop didn't think it was myself. that bad. I didn't think it was that I, The best part was when Rich was like, when he's like, yeah, you know, when you smell or taste something, and Rich is doing this the whole time. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> You're muted, idiot. Oh, my God. <laughs> no one can hear you. No one can hear you, Rich. Oh, God. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, I oh, literally you... had to try and stop. Can you hear up. Rich? I can't hear Rich. No, I cannot hear him. All right, good. <laughs> he's so fucking dumb. And I'm the dumb one of the show, but yet he's still talking and no one can hear him. Oh, There you go, dummy. There he is. <laughs> It went under my Bluetooth. I've been <laughs> laughing since that fucking thing shut off. I'm glad you finally figured it out. Oh. <laughs> I, I saw the 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, we got plenty of time to close this bitch out. Mm-mm. And uh, nope, nope. No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That everywhere. Oh, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> At myself. That was bad. Oh, God. Excuse me. Oh, oh man. That was... There's a lot of really good nuggets in there. Yep. Oh, God. And you absolutely need medical attention. I was pretending to drink fucking very long sips because I was trying not to laugh every time Rich did the fucking eating pussies. <laughs>
like that. I'm like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make it like this, dude. We'll see if it pops up on the uh, <laughs> on the Zoom. Probably. Oh. Okay. Wait. Good job, right? Thanks. Raise our booker. Uh, we are. Good job. This is uh, this is all gonna be live or not live, but it's gonna be on the show. We're uh, cold out. We coming off uh, interview uh, with uh, Kirk, not Brian McKnight, not Brian McKnight. Did we get Brian McKnight? We can ask uh, him about Kirk McKnight. We almost had him go. If we had another couple of minutes on that Zoom session, <laughs> we could have had him back into that one. Well, yeah, because he knew he's like, oh yeah, a lot of babies were made to that song. I can see him. I can see his shoulders shifting a little bit. Hello. Just wanna be with you. I like how you got into four. Well, step four is just repeat steps one through three. You didn't make you fall in love with me, Brian. Oh. Back. What's your name, Kirk? Sorry. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how it is. And yeah, I told you, I, I replaced my band aid. You made me feel self conscious about it. It was bleeding everywhere. <laughs> Word. I was like, oh shit, you got stabbed Dang. or something. <laughs> it wasn't a burn. You got stabbed. I, told I, like, I needed a blood break. <laughs> I was fucking bleeding. I was bleeding everywhere. I was bleeding everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> I was fucking leaking. I was fucking leaking. You guys you made like me a feel fucking bad transfusion. About it. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, Red, I need a bandaid. The kids, one's not working. He just fucking passes out during the show. One, give him fucking Richard Band. <laughs> Two, make sure he doesn't bleed so bad. Yeah, I was bleeding. You guys made fun of me because I had the fucking bandaid on my arm, and then uh, yeah, what the fuck is that now? It looks like a wart. I just thing. a bandaid that I restuck back onto my arm. If I pull it off, it will continue to leak blood. <laughs> it's literally the stuff. That's the smallest fucking bandaid ever seen in my life. Child bandaid. I don't got a lot of blood, but when it leaks, it leaks it leaks heavy. Oh. Uh welcome to Sim Mind Sports Show. What do you say? We started the show with uh, the latest and greatest in New England sports. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go for the sports because you know what? The Celtics are dead. 